0: am I with CBUS Super? Because I'm a builder and they take care of me. Well, I had an accident on the work site and they helped me out, no worries. Yeah, they helped me out real fast. Mate, they just get me. Because they are for all of us. CBUS. For all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, visit CBUSSuper.com.au for a copy of the PDS. I had to go about it, right World Cup Daily, day 36. We're on the tail end of the group stage now. Adam Collins with you, Jeff Lemon by my side. We're watching the women's ashes from a stairwell once again, just like we did on day 34. Our favourite stairwell. Our it, favourite it, stairwell. It's nice to have familiar comforts when on the road and it's nice to be back in a stairwell you've been in before. <laughs> Last time we did the podcast here, I spent the whole time looking at James Whitaker holding up the, the what one of the county trophies they won in 1998 at Leicestershire County <laughs> Cricket Club. He was the uh, England selector. Uh, recently, uh, and in, in, as recently as the 2017-18 Ashes series, actually, so um, that that was my vantage point last time, and it is again today whilst watching Australia chased down a fraction more comfortably the tally they were set by than a couple of days ago when they kind of limped to the line and they were losing wickets while we were recording. And, and let me tell
1: you that uh, the trophy they got, the Britannic Assurance County Championship <laughs> Cup, is right up there with any Matador barbecues, silverware, uh, ING, direct. Uh, if any of those companies... Uh, <laughs>
0: if, if any of those companies wish to be involved, the final word. <laughs> they, could, they could join Seabus Super. <laughs> they can indeed. Seabus Super, the industry super fund that are whacking your retirement for six if you choose to work with them in a good way. We had this on Twitter a couple of times, like, why would you want to whack your retirement for six? It's not that we're trying to whack it, it's that we're trying to make it easier for you, for you rather, they are, Mm. by putting a big old dent in it, by,
1: you know. Yeah, getting the required run rate down, I don't know. There there are all kinds of analogies that you can can go into. Uh,
0: we, We had what was on paper a dead rubber today, and indeed it was a dead rubber, but it didn't mean it wasn't some very entertaining cricket along the way, Jeff, on day 36. Why don't you tell us all about it, West Indies, Afghanistan in the space of 30 seconds.
1: West Indies batted first, uh, got off to a solid enough start. Evan Lewis and Shy Hope made 50s and then a bit more acceleration at the back end. Nick Pooran and Jason Holder doing it again. They got 311. That should have been way too much for Afghanistan. They barely made 200 in the tournament, but they made a great fist of it. Ikram Ali killed a young 18-year-old keeper, made 86. Ramat Shah made 62, and they thought they were a chance until the wickets fell late in the piece, and they were bowled out uh, close, but not quite close enough. 31 runs. I reckon that's about the... 43 no, 23
0: four, runs. 23, okay. I reckon that's about the, the the, the, the third or fourth time we've had 311 scored in this World Cup, for those who have been enjoying the numerology segment on on the final word weekly edition, uh, the Nerd Pledge segment, then they'll be familiar with the fact that we enjoy cricket numbers and 311 has stuck out in my mind. They're also like, I remember 311 were, were a band of some repute in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, they are a sort of a pop punk type outfit. I can't remember any of their songs, but I know when I lived in the States for my last year of high school, they were, quite, they were quite popular. 3-1-1. Three, so. three, one, one. It's definitely what England made in the opener of the World Cup, and it's what, on day 36. The West Indies have made, unfortunately, they've both been eliminated. It's West Indies' first win in the tournament since the, the Mesolithic era, I think. It's been a long time since they've saluted, uh, and they get over the line. I, I think it was day two when they beat Pakistan, possibly Sheldon Cottrell three.
1: has saluted constantly yes. throughout, who's been yes. saluting every day. <laughs> it's oh. just a
0: shame they haven't had the ability to do it and string it together like they did today. Um, Nick and again, classy innings. I mean... We, we're trying to find positives out of this go through it in a bit more depth in terms of their batting card we're looking at well, Nicholas Perrin another half century just 43 balls so he's got the ability to put the foot down as well
1: it was a different kind of, yeah. of innings than the one he played the other day when he nearly pulled off that heist because he knew he was coming in needing to boost the rate the way that Lewis and Hope were batting they they were batting like players who were a bit nervous about the chance of losing to Afghanistan you know they weren't, they weren't going to take too many risks there were a couple of sixes here and there but they, they took their time they, they didn't want to give anything away they managed to not lose a wicket to Majib which is a feat in itself because he's been bowling really well through the back half of the tournament they managed to once again absolutely pogo Dorlat Zadran who has had a shocker of a tournament he has been <laughs> smashed in every game that he's played that I can remember he's gone at about eight or nine and over
0: he's dropped catches he's, he's dropped made crucial made catches no runs and It'll... he's been towed up so yeah. I mean a guy who four years ago was so impressive he's not had the tournament they would like Shai Hope's an interesting one isn't he a player of serious class a Wisden cricket of the year a couple of years ago for his twin tons at Headingley, um, he, he's, he's tried to play that role in the middle, the glue, mm. and he's done it to some degree of success, but mm. um, I, I don't really know what, what to make of Show Hope. Like we're, we're into his fifth year of international cricket now, and I some days I feel as though he can be a world beater, but it, it, he's never, I mean, even today, it was the sort of innings where it, he never quite looked like he was going to tear the game apart.
1: At least it's got him a theme song.
0: Shai Hoop Shai Hoop What's that song Shai Hoop I don't know what the song's really I, called but I Around, was, around uh, the
1: Ground I was thinking more I'm glue uh.
0: So how closely we're aligned I was thinking about Shai
1: <laughs> Um we just, we're just two minds working as one Shai Hoop I, I, I still don't know what Shai
0: Hoop Indian I, fans I, love it no. They play it Around the Ground a bit I still don't know what you're talking about I'm sure someone uh, Jai Ho possibly Is that what it's called uh, I, jump, I Jumping Jai Torima Great (laughs) Great Great man! I think we talked about jumping Jai Tarima on the final way before. If Jason
1: Gillespie were were a long jumper, he would have been jumping Jai
0: Tarima. I I worked in the same uh, same office as Jumping Jai for a few years. There, he was the um, he was the Australian federal police officer who sat on the front door of the PM's office for the first few years of uh, of that role. And um,
1: just in case any criminals were say eight meters away from him and he needed to reach them in a single bound,
0: yeah, that that's right. Eight meters forty nine. I think he jumps in the two thousand for silver, which is still I should add he he would have won gold in pretty much every other Olympic game since except for. Mm. Uh, 2000 where he was silver. But no, he's a lovely guy and he was working for the Federal Police. I'm glad J- Jumping Jai gets a mention. Still got his Superman tattoo and I'm sure he still eats plenty of KFC. Well, uh, I uh,
1: think uh, he- hello, hello Jai, if you're out there listening in. Uh, Hi Jai. Good to see we've got some other Jai's different spellings coming into Australian cricket as well. Jumping Jai Richardson, of course, who might be around for the Ashes. Um, Syed Shuzad was impressive as well. He's the, the guy who came in for Aftab Alam, who was sent home for undisclosed disciplinary reasons. We don't know what he did. Maybe he got really stroppy <laughs> at Gulbuddin Bowling himself way too much because Gulbadin, the captain, only gave himself three overs today after after insisting on bowling the closing um, yes. overs against Pakistan, in which the the fortunes of the game turned and and it was ultimately lost.
0: I don't think it's too bold to say that in five years' time, or maybe five weeks' time, or possibly even five days' time, there is going to be stories coming out of this Afghanistan camp about this World Cup campaign that that are, that, that, that shock us, or maybe that ain't shock us at all. But I just get the feeling that their internal Politics and so on. I mean, yes, there's been a player sent home for disciplinary reasons. Of course, what happened to Shazad? How he went home when he was possibly not even injured, according to some news reports.
1: Well, he's claiming he wasn't injured, but I mean, I've seen him walk around, <laughs> and and it was not nothing that he was doing was being done with the um the the, the free and easy gait of a, of a man whose body is in sync with his mind.
0: So their, their campaign might be over, but I reckon I don't know who knows who knows with these things. But it's been scrappy. They haven't won can- the game we suggested they would, did but, they?
1: But can I say? They were super impressive today. Yeah. They they made by far their biggest score at this World mm-hmm. Cup. They made their biggest ever score batting second in a one-day mm-hmm. international. And – there was a point and it wasn't just a brief flicker but there was a point at one, at one stage they were 189 for two ticking along uh, into up just up past the 30th over they were around about 180 for two because Ramat shah had made 62 ikram ali kill was still there the young wicket keeper um and then when Ramat shah had got out najibullah zadran came out who's a, a lovely stroke maker and, and he was going well into the 20s and 30s and you thought they're a genuine show here you know they needed seven eight and over through the last 15 but the way they were going it it genuinely looked good and weirdly enough Chris Gale didn't make any runs played another of those horrible sort of Chris Gale innings that he plays these days seven off 18 balls and and then got out edging behind that was the one bit of joy for Dolo Zadran who got him out but Chris Gale was crucial with the ball because he came on and bowled half a dozen overs went for bugger all runs and then eventually picked up the very important wicket of Ikram ali kill. So he was one on 86 at the time was and was looking really good. And then Gales managed to slide one through him and, and ping him on the pad and, and have it turn and straighten down the line and survived a review. Um, and, uh, yeah,
0: so he was gone. Yeah, it's uh, not the first time that Gales bowled in a tournament. And each time he has turned his hand to it, he still looked pretty good. If anything, he's looked like a more useful limited overs bowler, or 50-over bowler rather than perhaps a 50-over yeah. batsman. He was, had the had the frugalest... Economy rate today. Uh, and as for Ikram Ali Kill, uh, he's the bloke who rolled up as the substitute keeper, I've mentioned before, um, got hit in the head by Joffrey Archer batting at number 10 in the first game so in terms of the in terms of the career arc he's gone from batting number 10 and getting sconed in the sconded in the head by Jofra in the last ball of that game when yep. they got absolutely pounded to making serious runs in the in the final game so good on the well, young man well he
1: he's he's only 18 years of age by the records yeah. that we have um he's hasn't played a lot he's so his previous innings before today he's been not out a few times but he'd made 5 1 2 9 3 and 7 um Coming into the World Cup, then he made 11 against Bangladesh. Then he made 24 against Pakistan, and then he made eight, this 86 today. Um, and you know, when when he made those runs against Bangladesh, it was when when Afghanistan were trying to chase there as well. And mm. um, but sorry, the, the, yeah, the, the runs that he made against India when they were trying to chase there, um, he was left not out in the end, but. He hit a couple of shots that day where you thought, he's got something, you know, he's got a bit of fluency and a bit of timing. But when they gave him the opportunity at the top, he played beautifully. And the fact that they were even a shout um, was remarkable. But it went on from there because after he was out, there were a couple of runouts and the general sort of faffing about. But then Asghar Afghan comes in, the the, the recent former captain, who's, as we say, a wicket fall here. At Rachel Haynes returns there.
0: a catch to the part-time spin of Heather Knight. So game on still. Interesting. So Asghar Afghan comes
1: out and just goes... Hog Wild hits a gorgeous six um, way out of a deep square leg off, off, I can't remember, one of the fast bowlers, went right back deep in his crease and just cleaned it up. Hits a few boundaries as well. He makes 40 off 32. Um, Then a few wickets go cheaply. And then it's Syed Shurzad, again, at number 10, the bowler who's come in, who comes out and smashes 25 off 17. And so even though they weren't going to win in that last little bit, they still made sure that they went down fighting and got their way up to 288, which is a big score considering they've struggled with the bat in in this tournament.
0: Yeah, so in terms of putting a full stop on their campaign, Jeff, they haven't won a game, which is disappointing. Uh, But I think the challenge for Afghanistan cricket is having had this, you know, riding on the back of a great story for the last, especially the last eight or nine years, but the last 15 years, 16 years in total, they need to now find another generation. For Ireland, their problem was when their golden generation retired or started yep. retiring they didn't necessarily have uh, the, the stock to immediately fill their bo- fill their yep. places rather and, and that is an ongoing problem for Irish cricket or challenge more than a problem because obviously mm. they've now got professional contracts and, and full member status and so on so they've yep. they've got that ballast there but that's now what Afghanistan are going to have to do we' barely seed barely seen rather Hamid Hassan through the course of the tournament of course they've got some young spinners which have been so important to their rise up the rankings but yeah you know, a wicket keeper and a number three uh, called Ikra Malikel who, who knows maybe in four years time he's the kind of bloke. They can mm. they can build a serious tilt around. So, you know, they're not going to win um, several games at a World Cup, but they might win a handful, uh, you know, over the, and especially if they get to play full member nations more often. We said on yep. the show recently that they only played 12 games, 12 one-dayers, rather, against other full member nations between World Cups. That will change with the one-day league starting next year, which yep. is great.
1: Well, you look at, you know, Ramachar opening, he's looked good all tournament. He's got four one-day hundreds already. Um, that 62 that he made today, is a stylish player. Najibullah is well, so there's three out of that top four who are younger players who've got plenty of time ahead of them, and then you wrap in, you know, the, the experienced campaigners like Muhammad Nabi and then um, Rashid Khan and Majib, the excellent spinners. You've got a lot of a good side there. Yeah. Basically, what they don't have is decent. Quick bowling um, or seam bowling, and that's a shortfall. That's an area where you, you'll struggle to compete. But there have been f- at least four games in their nine where they've been genuinely in the game yeah. at, right up to the you know against Pakistan, against India, against the West Indies today. They they were in those contests and they could have won those had they had more composure, had they had more confidence, particularly in their run chases where they went about them horribly, to be honest. Until the end. Yeah, not trying to score yeah. until they finally got their act together in this last one and, yeah, and gave right. themselves a shot. So they're a team that, you know, can look back at a campaign that was a bit of a shambles, but still think, we got very close a number of times. They, they're not, they, they, they weren't out of their league, even though the results might suggest so.
0: And a word for the West Indies before we move on. They, well, they were dreadful for the most of the tournament. Let's, let's call yep. it for what it is. Uh, they, they used the, the short pitch strategy to great effect against Pakistan they're still going to have a legacy in the tournament I should add because Pakistan tomorrow and we'll come to this have no chance of qualifying due to net run rate mostly because of what the West Indies did to them in their opening game but they should have beat Australia uh, I think that was the turning point had they got over the line against Australia the fortunes of both sides could have changed dramatically because West Indies would have been near enough to the top of the table uh, and anything was possible from there with a lot of games against countries they should have beaten thereafter but instead the opposite was true uh, and it fell away pretty quickly
1: yep um player of the day obviously Ikram for me played in the losing side but stood up but he's also my nomination for the Hall of Fame because not not so much for the score but he made the score and then he has that moment you know he gets struck on the pad by Gale it looks good he refers it just out of hope rather than anything but it's smashing leg stump and he's got that moment of oh I could have made 100 would have been Afghanistan's first World Cup 100 so close so far the emotion the pathos he walks off the big round of applause the rousing (laughs) cheer Oh, he gives the little wave he's like oh you know but trying to look serious at the same time time to go it's a really really grave moment he walks off the field and then trips over the boundary rope and just about goes flat <laughs> on his face and I was like it was a beautiful contrast the lows the highs that, that the sport can give you so for his boundary rope entanglement Ikram you're in the Hall of Fame You are. The indeed, final word Hall of Fame you are indeed
0: in the final final word Hall of Fame and that final word Hall of Fame process kicks off tomorrow so there'll be an extra piece of audio hitting your inboxes or whatever it is that you your access not your inbox feeds. that wouldn't be right would it it be your podcast feeds and you'll yes. get to hear how we're going to to resolve what we're going to call the gnarly Nine and the I don't various think other we things, we are going to call it that. You've no, that was that, but that but was I'm for not, the anyway. That's a I'm not fin- in on it. Okay. Um, <laughs> th- there will be a voting
1: process for which Hall of Fame moment you want. So keep an ear out and also keep an eye on Twitter on on our various. You'll find us. Put our names. It's gonna in, be fine. You're gonna work um, it out. And
0: out. See you in part one. Jeff, some people might disagree, but we kind of have some cricket expertise. I think we have no expertise, though, when it comes to
1: sensible things like planning and retirement and planning for retirement.
0: Well, lucky then, we know the people who do know their stuff over at CBUS, and all CBUS members have access to their team of qualified advisors.
1: Wow, Adam, I think I've heard of CBUS before, about 400 times on our podcast.
0: Uh, What does a qualified advisor do? It means if you're a CBUS member, they can assist you over the phone about investment options, contribution strategies, and planning the best... Way to maximise your super for retirement. So you're saying they can help you
1: maximise the middle overs and then have a big surge in the final <laughs> 10 cricket reference, get it?
0: <laughs> yes, and it's probably going to go a lot longer than the World Cup.
1: Ah, well, you can uh, make sure you don't get caught without a retirement plan. Visit cbusuper.com.au. Do it, do it today.
0: On a World Cup Daily Day 36 for CBus Super Catch their work at au. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon Rounding out day 36 Which will take us to day 37 As I said before Kind of a dead rubber at Lord's To the extent that Bangladesh and Pakistan can't make it Pakistan mathematically can If they bowled out Bangladesh for sod all And made it in 5 minutes Or if they made 400 and bowled them out for 85 I think it's a more realistic scenario Yeah, there. I, th- I think it
1: basically I think if they bowl first They can't really do it um, um, at all, it's it's. I think they had they'd have to bowl them out for naught and then win with five wides, like win without facing right. a delivery. I
0: wonder how Bangladesh would yeah. treat that toss at, as it happens. It's a green top at lords, according to some yeah. tweets I saw this afternoon. It's the same pitch that Pakistan played South Africa on. What feels like a million years ago now? Are
1: you sure it's a green top, or did a just see it with a bit of grass yeah, on it before right. it got mowed and then freak out?
0: You're obviously right. It will be fine to bat on tomorrow. But the point is, is that the green mamba <laughs> the green here it mamba. comes. Ooh, green, green mamba number five hundred and seventy-four. Um, The the key piece of information though Is that it's not a used pitch Or rather it's not been used For a couple of weeks So I'm interested to see What what Bangladesh do Because it might be In their interest In that scenario To pop Pakistan in But by electing To bat first at the toss They can destroy Pakistan's hopes In one moment Half an hour Before the game even starts What little hopes left
1: but I think if you pop them in, then you have a team that knows they have to make about five fifty against you in order to have a chance. Therefore, um, it, it, fun could ensue. Yeah, you know, yeah, pop true. your boundary riders out and say, "Well, let's see what happens."
0: Let's rock and roll. So that's happening tomorrow at Lords.
1: Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it. Yeah. I think it doesn't matter for the sets of fans. Like, sure, they'll be disappointed that they're missing out on finals, but they still get to play each other, and they'll still be desperate to beat each
0: other. Yeah, a couple of other small points. This will be Mishrafa Mataza's last World Cup game. What an incredible player he's been. So we'll talk. More about him tomorrow, but the, the Bangladesh coach Steve Rhodes spoke about him before mm-hmm. the game today, and quite quite emotionally, he was emphasising w- what an important part of the Bangladesh story he's been over. Gee, he he debut I think, in. 2000, so you get a sense of being a fast bowler, they seldom play for 19 years at the top level, so good on him uh, and, well, it, it, and as far as the teams of today is concerned, if they finish their tournaments, they can they can probably jump on the plane. I don't know whether they do, do they stick around for the finals? They probably go home, don't they?
1: I think they probably go home because it'd just be extra nights of hotels that, <laughs> that the home. ICC won't want to pay.
0: South Africa could have gone away with that, they could have just forfeited this last game rather than yeah. waiting around for eight extra days. Well, they could
1: have gone home and come back.
0: <laughs> yeah, that as well, that as well. Either way, I think we've pretty much reached the end of Day thirty six, haven't we, Jeff? Yeah. This is the final word, World Cup daily. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon for seba Super, the industry fund hitting your retirement for six. Jeff, also, one more thing.
1: Also, the um, we've just put up a new weekly episode, yes. the longer interview episodes. You can also find those in your feed if you subscribe to the Final Word Cricket Podcast. Search for it in your feed. Uh, Natalie Germanos was our guest on the show, and we had a, an excellent chat with her. So have a listen
0: out to that. Subscribe, rate, review. That's what we're asking you to do. And listen to the other episodes. That'd be great too. <laughs> this is the final word. Catch you tomorrow. Bye senses That'd be the same we've been doing for
1: centuries. Sorry if I ran out to empty broke this, so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's stories I can
0: tell you. I had to fail, had to fall just for what I did well. And there's stories. Every day, hundreds of thousands of us are building a future we can all be proud of. For over 34 years, the growth CBUS MySuper option has returned an average of 9.29% per annum for its members while investing in projects that not only create jobs, but something better. CBUS. For all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance.